0: This is the Pool Together Community Podcast. Pool Together is the world's number one no-loss prize savings account. And you can visit pooltogether.com to deposit. You're listening to the Pool Together Community Podcast. And I'm your host, Hot Mike, aka Tim, aka Living in a Boot down in Austin, Texas. And I'm here with Zaku from Coordinate. Zach, thanks for being here. This is, this is super exciting.
1: I can, I can hear that. And uh, thank you. It's, it's great to be here. So listen, we, we love coordinate
0: over here at the Pull Together community. The, the epics or epochs, which I'm excited for you to clarify for us how to properly pronounce that word. They, they, they're a fun thing. And I love dishing out the give. I love giving out the give. I love working with Ivy on user testing and like giving some feedback. It's always very fun. And then I get to see my feedback implemented in Coordinate. And you're doing the Lord's work. It's awesome. So thank you so much for the product. Can you tell me, how did you get here? How did you even arrive as, at, at, at Coordinate?
1: Sure and it's it's awesome to hear that that you that you like giving hopefully you also like sending and receiving notes too from all your fellow contributors and yeah you guys are one of our our uh, og and and most favorite users as well so how did i end up at coordinate the i guess the short version is i started my career way back when i was uh i was a sustainability consultant so i was working with like all sorts of companies on sustainability strategy and so this was like working with you know dell apple and intel and all of their tier one suppliers on how do we do various like sustainability initiatives and what i what i noticed in 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 sort of all my projects were just like how badly we need to collaborate and how important collaboration is across like all sorts of different different scales and and ideologies and and worldviews and organizations and how generally like Bad at it, people are, and and lots of reasons for that. So I, I just got really interested in this idea of coordination and collaboration generally, and that led me to co-found an organization called Converge. And Converge was a consultancy that essentially like brought together corporate, government, and nonprofit leaders to solve like systemic issues, right? So how do you steward five hundred thousand acres of redwoods? You know, we'd bring together. Logging company CEOs and ranchers, as well as, you know, Cal Fire and tribes and land trusts and activist groups and figure out like, how do we how do we make decisions together that are really impacting all of us when we have, you know, much different ideas about about what we should prior- prioritize and what should we do. And so Converge, essentially, we did that work all over the world. And, and how I think about it now is what we were doing is creating like IRL DAOs, bringing 60 people together who all have important day jobs and want to collaborate together and are trying to figure out how do we prioritize and make decisions and incentivize this work to happen. And so I was, I was doing all sorts of awesome projects with, with Converge and then um, discovered DAOs. You know, I, I reconnected with a friend of mine who was tracheopteryx and, and was at Yearn and, and sort of started getting involved in urine and just just really kind of went headfirst into DAOs. Heard the podcast on Slaying Moloch with Kevin Iwaki and Amin. And, and I was just like, oh, there's, you know, there's a name for this. You know, how are we going to scale coordination and collaboration at the scale that's needed to address the the wicked challenges we're facing and so in in working at yearn and and starting to learn about DAOs and how they work we we saw the need for decentralized basically like you know decentralized payment and and one of the interesting things about converge is that we we never had anyone on payroll no one had a salary. The way that we got paid is we would do a project and invoice the client. And then we'd put that money in the middle of the table. And everyone who worked on the project would talk about like what they think was, was a fair way to divvy it up. And so, you know, we sort of leaned on that and, and lots of other experiences and thought about how can we scale that kind of process. And so, yeah, Coordinate was really born out of out of out of that experience and also obviously the experience of, of DAOs needing a way to do this. So we created it for yearn and they were using it internally. And then other DAOs just started like asking if they could try it. And so we slowly started opening it up and it, it turned out a lot of people liked it and it, and it kind of spun off from there.
0: That's so good. That's so good. I love that. That visual of just money in the tip. I mean, you know, yeah, there's (laughs) put in the middle and then let's talk about how it, it's divvied up. But, yeah.
1: Yeah, we, we affectionately called it Thunderdome, assuming that it would get really contentious, but it, it really didn't. It turned out actually to be like a really, a, a really powerful way to in, improve team performance because it, it creates this really tight feedback loop, you know, where you're telling people what what they did that was awesome. You're telling them about the things they did that maybe weren't as valuable as they thought they were. Uh, you're practicing having, you know, critical conversations with each other, which, which builds trust and accountability, which are really like the, the foundations of Coordinate. You know, it's like, how do we build more trust, connection, and psychological safety, and also commitment and accountability? Like those two things we think are always going to result in a higher performing team. Uh, and so, yeah, coordinate is really a, an attempt to sort of can we can we scale those things asynchronously?
0: And it also I- at least at least at the back end, you have conversations about priorities of the DAO, right? Or so so if they're not upfront priorities that are clarified, you definitely get the message once the once you divvy out the money afterwards as what the collective feels as valuable and what is prioritized. And then you would assume that that conversation would continue into the next. Now to answer my question, epic or epoch, which is it?
1: Oh, this, the, 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 the brutal answer is that sometimes even in the same call, I'll use both. Oh. I, I think that if we had a chance to do it all over, we may choose different terminology than a word that uh, seems like it's almost in sort of either either category. Um, yeah, right. Talk and Epic are, are both acceptable. And, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe we, should have, maybe we should have called it something else that people could pronounce.
0: I mean, I, okay. I love that there's ambiguity there. And it's up to you. And both are fine. That's, that's...
1: A representative of, of DAO ethos, that there is no one right answer. And that there are many, many paths to being, being right.
0: Right. And then you have just like freed me from many difficult conversations that I was going to have fighting yes. the course of truth on the proper way to pronounce it. But now I can't have those anymore, which is fine. So I'll, I'll do other things. So now IPOC, no, Ipic. Epic, <laughs> fight me. Okay, nice. And cookie. So what... How's it gone so far? How's it been going with Coordinate? I, I I've noticed there's been a lot of changes in the UI, at least for me. I think there are a lot. There's some cool kind of features, but but what are what are some key takeaways, some key learnings
1: of the Coordinate journey? I think, yeah. I mean, I mean, one there, there's so many, but I think you know key learnings is you know, the obvious ones are it's best to start with something and and iterate. You know, the first obviously our UI and sort of. Everything we're doing is trying to figure it out as we go. And, you know, feedback from folks like yourselves is is the only way to do it. You know, just keep, keep trying and showing it. How do we simplify? I think, you know, for me personally, given my experience at Converge, I think I'm really curious to lean more into how can we make the notes and, and, and uh, the sort of interaction more robust. You know, I, I was, I was surprised at the, the amount of the impact that notes have on people. Um, and so like really giving the context, you know, if I, if I get 10 give like, Oh, that's great. But, but why, you know, I really it's, and it's the, you know, we know this from, from lots of research and literature too around just teams and team performance that that appreciation and acknowledgement is, is a huge motivator for folks. And like I said at, at, at Converge, you know the the conversation was as important, if not more important, than the allocation. And so, how can coordinate uh, really support teams in having those conversations? We've done some some different prototypes with actually you know facilitating conversations amongst amongst people. You know, kind of doing a retro of the circle. You know, how did that? How did that land for you? You know, did you feel like it was fair for you? Was it fair for everyone else? What did you notice about what we value? So uh, I think, you know, in like Coordinate is is great as a compensation tool. I also think it 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 has a lot of potential as a as a culture tool more broadly to really do you know sense making in the DAO and and make people feel really seen and appreciated for their contributions in, in addition to getting paid for them. And so you know, broadly like a big learning for me is like that that desire for for connection and, and acknowledgement and appreciation is really strong. And I think we're we're really keen to find a lot more ways to support people diving into that end of things. And 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 then the other one that, that maybe again is just super obvious but key learning is is for all of us in this DAO space to remember that that what we're doing is is really, really hard. I think it's easy to forget because we're, we're kind of, at some level, used to working asynchronously and remotely. But it's, it's an incredibly high degree of difficulty to try and get connection and coherence and all those things that we know are so critical for teams to do it across you know, time zones and cultures. We're doing it all in text-based communication you know, which which is not how we evolved as creatures, you know, most of our communication happens nonverbally, for example. And so, you know, how does how does tone and intention come across? Like all these things that we're trying to do, we're doing on on hard mode. And and so, you know, the I, I think some of the early exuberance around DAOs, you know, is is like being tempered now, which is like, oh, this is actually really hard. And you know, I think we all need to be very uh forgiving and and kind to ourselves as we're as we're attempting all of this, because you know, we're not in a in an office together, we're not face to face, building relationships, trust and connection, uh having hard conversations, all these things are like compounded massively by doing it, you know, in global asynchronous networks. It's really interesting that the notes are so
0: important because you know i as you said things are really hard and you're doing a lot of work and you're doing a lot of things for a lot of people and you're like oh shoot i need to give out my give and then you you cuz you want to you want to give out your give and so you go give you all your give and then and then notes are kind of like left behind but then when you get a note there's this moment like i so i don't i don't receive give i've opted out i'm opted out of give and so as you're talking about notes i'm like i wonder if i've gotten any notes um even though I can't receive give. And I did. I had a note and I screenshotted it because it was so sweet. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was like this moment, this magical moment that's outside of necessarily the maybe primary value or the the main thing that, that coordinate does, which is, you know, it, it's, DAO, I don't know, I would say Dow compensation, right? Like some, some sort of like, but, but maybe you would say, Zach, something different that that coordinate is specifically because of the two things that you mentioned of things that are being very important, is that is the notes are so like the encouragement and the humanness of it, right? And the Dow's are so such meritocracies. And, the notes aren't necessarily like, I feel like you kind of walk away from that meritocracy. and We
1: remember we're human at some point, you know, so exactly. You need, you need both of those elements, right? Like the, the, the give or sort of like the, the accountability piece of like, I, I did what I said I was going to do. You know, I, like I, I made tangible contributions to the value we're all trying to create. And then the notes are really like that trust and connection piece, which is like, Hey, you know, just just imagine the difference between I got 10 give versus I got 10 give and a note that says, awesome work, you know, and then I get 10 give and a note that says, hey, I, I really appreciated the way you did this this thing. Like, I can really tell how, you know, how much you, you care and like the, the quality was awesome. Like, we're really lucky to have you, right? The kind of motivation that that, that that provides is, is a totally different thing. And the kind of culture that provides is a totally different thing. And I think the unique kind of potential or opportunity at Coordinate is, is that those two things are tied together, right? So if you just had kind of a, a kudos platform where you go around and, and, and give people shout outs and stuff, that's great. But but it falls, falls off pretty quickly, right? Because everyone's like busy and just, just showing up to, to give kudos and and give shout outs like that happens in discord, but it's uh, it's not the same as when it's really tied to, to compensation, right. When it's tied, like it has a lot more stakes It has more teeth um, when, when those two things are tied together. And, and that's why, you know, I I think, and we can get into roadmap stuff and people are interested, but, but for coordinate, it's like, you know, the compensation is kind of the, the, the key, the entry point, but really we see like a lot more opportunity for, you know, building that, that culture around, you know, appreciation and acknowledgement as well as compensation. The compensation kind of is, gives the hook to bring people into that conversation more. So
0: for the web three citizen, the person who wants to both live and work and play in the web three space, they're, they still got to pay rent right they still got they they need they got bills they got their you know their internet their phone bills all this stuff and there isn't necessarily a a guarantee on the give or you know so so i how does how how has coordinate been able to do that you know like give you kind of that rock solid compensation like i know i'm going to be able to pay my rent this month or that sort of thing while also being able to do the things that you were talking about, like actually me- reward merit and, and work and, and output and, you know, coordination for the DAO.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think one, one definite sort of pattern that we've seen is that instead of being sort of an all or nothing, is that teams are, are using things like, you know, the fixed payments option on our vaults or what we do internally at Coordinate is, is have kind of a, a floor, you know, so anyone that's a core contributor, there's kind of a, a UBI and, and the give sort of act as a more of a bonus. Um, and it's a significant bonus. A lot of people, you know, do a lot of, you know, a significant amount of the people budget goes into a coordinate circle, but at least there's that sort of baseline recognizing that, like you said, we all have lives and we all have fixed expenses and we also all have, you know, different things going on. And sometimes you're not going to be able, you know, you're going to have months where you're, you're really crushing it and, and get more give. And there's going to be other other months where there's other stuff going on. And for whatever reasons, you know, you're not going to get as much as, as you have in other months. And so uh, finding ways to use it as a, as a bonus is, is one way that we've seen people use it. And, you know, we're also, we're, we're thinking about obviously like w- what are some, What are some other ways that people can, you know, work across DAOs? And that's why one of the things we're really thinking about is the reputation piece uh, of Give. Currently, we're working on ways to take Give on chain, essentially. But, you know, the idea that that Give is probably like one of the highest signal reputational markers there is right now in Web3. As far as like, I, you know, I know how to show up and contribute value to a DAO. Look like people have paid me for that, and so being able to have have those give accrue and be able to to take them with you, you know, if someone shows up in your DAO and says, "Hey, I'm I'm here to help," and and you can see that they have five thousand give from six other DAOs, that's a really strong you know reputational marker, and so that's another thing that that we're actively working on is um, a way that that the give. Mechanism can still happen, you know, gasless, um, but the people can can basically take their give and, and and show them off on chain.
0: Yeah, and and I'm speaking from my experience coming from Pool Together's give program, but there's, you know, depending on which DAO is using coordinate, they're going to have different features enabled. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, as you're designing and building, there's going to be so many. So many tugs, right? So many pulls like, hey, can Coordinate do this for us? Can Coordinate do that? Uh, we have a very special use case. We have a very special use case. So how do you value, like, how do you, how do you prioritize features and, and resist scope creep and kind of stay toward the center of what you're trying to do? And I would also love to know what that is. Like, what's your, if you could give me like your value proposition or that, that like quick, that pithy statement and, and who your customer is. I just asked a bunch
1: of stuff, but you know what I'm saying, Zach? I, I do. I, I, you know, when when you ask like, how, I mean, how do you how do you prioritize? Like, that's that's feels like kind of the holy grail in some ways is being able to answer that question coherently because there are there's so many good ideas where it's such a nascent stage in terms of you know DAOs that it's it, it's really difficult to say like, oh, here's the obvious next step, you know. Um, user features, the stuff that people are asking for, like, yeah, these are great ideas. We have other, you know, great ideas that, that no one's asking for yet. We're also thinking not just about DAOs, but about teams, you know, like Converge was not a DAO, but we certainly, we certainly, you know, got a lot out of this kind of process. And so, um, yeah, try, trying to figure out like, where's the most bang for our buck in a, in a very, you know, with a limited dev team, is sort of a, a a constant process. As far as what we're ultimately going to, I mean, I I see coordinate becoming like a basically like a, a the the center of sense making. Uh, I hope for DAOs. Like you know, eventually you can imagine a place where you go and and looking at the map is not just. Like seeing how Give was allocated, but, but being able to look at all sorts of different kind of data, you know, being able to go there and look at different work groups and see what they're working on, what, what progress they're making, uh, being able to look at specific folks and understand the different skill sets that they have. You know, one of the biggest pain points of DAOs, um, and I would say organizations generally, but DAOs especially, is like, what's going on, right? How do you get everyone to be a, a high context contributor, uh, and I think coordinate can can play an important part there, as well as like I was mentioning before the the cultural piece. You know, I think there's a way that we can really enhance the the connection and trust amongst amongst our contributors, and also like you know really really increase the, the the quality of conversations that people are having and people are able to have. So we have a a little MVP that that we'll put out at some point around around giving in feedback, right. And sharing feedback, like, you know, the notes could not just be like, Hey, here's what you're doing. Awesome. But also a little bit of like, you know, here's what, what might be even more awesome. Uh, And so a a place to hold those conversations, I think as well, ultimately I'd see coordinate being a place where people can, you know, teams can, can do sense-making and, and really, you know, bond and also build accountability through giving and compensation, Uh, as well as build reputation, both, you know, within their DAO and within the broader ecosystem.
0: I think what's been very helpful for me is to is is to get clear on priorities, even at a monthly level or an epic level. And so like even facilitating, like having those conversations and having that North Star at a short term level Mm -hmm. or short, short time period. Thing And then working toward that is so just even that bit of clarity has been so freeing for me. And and it's really interesting that coordinate not only you're you're influencing how people are being, you know, rewarded and working together and encouraging each other. But there's also this like potential clarity creation. I mean, we talked about this on the back end, but even on the front end. Um, and so that's just
1: yeah, it's it's there's it's. it's really there's one project that's sort of hacked together, and, and this is a feature we would, you know, we would love to build. Instead of allocating to people, you can allocate to ideas or projects and basically create like a really, you know, a signaling vote, essentially, that, that has a visual component. So you can kind of use the map and instead of seeing where Give was allocated, you can see where... You know, people are allocating priority a- a- again as a sort of sense making. You know, what what should we be working on? Uh, how should we be allocating budgets? You know, there's there's a lot of opportunity there for allocating beyond just compensation, like allocating the attention of the DAO. That's that's something that's not on our immediate roadmap, but but some people have done some really cool experiments around. And you know, the other answer to to your question, like how do we prioritize? I mean, we're we're on a path to you know, to to become a DAO ourselves, and ultimately, you know, would love to see coordinate be a protocol where people can come build all sorts of stuff that 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 they want to see it do. And you know, that's you know, over the long term, we'd be a we we'd be a, a DAO where people can can make you know whatever they want.
0: Yeah, there's this this it's really <laughs> I'm thinking business development and like thinking partnerships and who you can work with and there's obviously. Again, scope creep, but a lot of this stuff is like, this is what makes Dow work so hard is it's unexplored. And mm-hmm. there's got to be a lot of exploring, even when the markets are down and even when things are looking bleak. We don't know yet. Like we, we're figuring all this stuff out. And also like it's in the exploration that the most powerful things, the moon, sometimes you don't even know about the moonshot until you've like happened upon it. Right. And, yeah. and so even thinking about like pull together using, Pull together in coordinate. Like, you know, if, if, you know, a DAO has limited resources, they can actually stake those, you know, deposit those in resources into pool together. And then the give becomes a right. chance to win, right? And you're just winning off the yield. So it's no loss compensation for DAO contribution uh, through pool together. And just, the, just even that kind of partnership, somebody can build that. Somebody could take coordinate as a protocol and take pool together as a p- protocol and be able to boom, slice mm-hmm. and dice. And create, you know, pulled cord, cord uh, pulled together, nape, cord together, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of redundant, yeah. but yeah, coordinate together.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, you know, I think, I think, mean, you know, for me personally, I mean, that's that's one of the things that attracts me most to this space, and that's why I can't really imagine, you know, working anywhere else right now. Um, is just because it's there's there's it's so fertile for experimentation. You know, the 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 unlock of composability and the unlock of, of DAOs being able to, you know, move, move really quickly. Like, Hey, if you get enough people that are interested in something like you go, you know, you don't have to get a VP to sign off on something in order to go try it. And so, yeah, really, really excited for, for coordinate to become more and more of a protocol that people can, can build stuff on composably. That's definitely our, our i'd say medium term goal is is progressive decentralization into a dao
0: i want to walk back to what you were saying about the tasks and and where you know you were saying this is obviously really preliminary whiteboarded stuff but just thinking about having tasks or a list of Maybe, maybe like each team in the DAO creates a list of priorities or or projects that they could be working on. And then the give is distributed based on the value that the DAO create or 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 that the DAO collectively assigns to each of the thing, each of the things. So, you know, there's always needs to be, I'm even finding this in in my experience in pool together. Like I want to include as many people as possible, but then there's also at some point somebody's got to push, like somebody's got to go do it. Somebody's right. got to go, like, make the decision. And so it's interesting just thinking about this collective prioritization, but then also the individual or the leadership execution of it and balancing that. So have you have you is this being tried? Who's trying this?
1: I want, I want to pick their brain on how that's going. The, yeah, versions of it are, are being tried. I mean, you know, most of my experience in this kind of process comes from from our Converge work, you know, so we're doing this sort of, you know, in a room with 100 people. And, you know, how do you decide what what we're going to focus our collective efforts on? Where are the leverage points we think are going to matter? And, you know, the process we would use there is actually, you know, things didn't really make it up to the the quote unquote, like vote or, or leaderboard until they had someone who who was lead, we use this framework, lead partner, follow. And basically like anything that didn't have someone who said, yes, I will lead and be accountable for the results of this thing. Like doesn't even get a chance to be voted on just because we know that this is a a prerequisite for anything being effective. You have to have, you have to have someone who says, yes, I, I am the person (laughs) I will do this. Um, Because otherwise it's, it's everyone's job and, and thus no one's job. I, I think I mean, I mean, the, the project I know that that kind of hacked this together, they did an interesting thing where they they used it as, as signaling. And it was it was primarily around a budget budgeting conversation. And so, you know, they basically said we're, we're as we decide budgets for different work groups we're going to let the the whole community basically like assign 25% of the budget according to just where they think like basically signal voting and then you know the the budget team sort of allocates the rest but you know there's a lot of ways i think that we could see people you know yeah. not not just it's it's never a, an all or nothing right like oh let the community decide is is not always the best strategy but also you know let's let's let us some small group decide everything, not the best strategy either. So how do you how can you make hybrids of sort of like getting the people in the community who have the highest context be able to contribute their perspectives to things? I, I think that's that's where there's there's a lot of potential and not just in coordinate obviously, you know, there's a there's a, a whole lot of tools out there that can help with this kind of this kind of sense making and, and how to direct things and how to tap into both like the wisdom of the expert and, and the wisdom of the crowd. Um, and, you know, there's other ways that people do this in circles, for example, of giving, like core team people have more give to allocate so that, you know, they, they have more of a sense of what's going on because they're closer to a lot of the, the day-to-day operations. So it makes sense that you can kind of weight their votes a little bit more. Again, in some contexts, that matters. So I think we're always going to be playing... In, again, in all organizations, but especially in DAOs, with this dynamic tension between, like, how do you tap into collective intelligence and how do you trust, you know, the wisdom of of informed leaders? Uh, that's always kind of a, a line we're all we're all walking.
0: I love this high level conversation, and the I, I need to get more involved in the DAO conversation and thinking about this stuff, especially. I mean I'm even thinking churn like churn is a real thing in any environment right but I feel like in web3 in DAO structure and as we onboard new people to crypto it's just way it's 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 a heavier lift to onboard people especially people who are you know new to crypto I've been in I've been full time in crypto since it's about a year Last November is when I got full time into crypto and just mm-hmm. thinking about how far I've come and then the questions I'm fielding from others. And and it's like, oh, I was totally there and I don't even feel snooty about it because I haven't had enough time to feel snooty about it. And, <laughs> but so so even the simple thing of with coordinate of give and understanding how give works, it took me like five epics to think about. Okay, a give is a percent and this is how pool together uses Nape. I'm not sure. I, I would think this is the same function throughout, but you have a pot of give, everybody gets a certain amount of give. You know, core team members could have more give than others, but each give is a percentage of the whole pot of whatever the reward is. So for, yeah. for us to pull together, it's the pool token. So we have a certain amount of pool tokens that are given out every epic. And then the give that you get is the percentage, your percentage of give on the whole amount of give is the percentage of pool of the whole amount of pool. And for me, I just couldn't get it. I was like, I want more give. And they're like, it doesn't matter. Like if you get more give, then you're just diluting your, (laughs) I guess it's just giving me a more precise way to give out stuff. I'm not rewarding people more. So Mm -hmm. even that dynamic for me was like difficult to grasp. Any thoughts on that, Zach? A w- better way to c-
1: communicate it? I, I wish. Yeah, we've I've tried lots of ways. <laughs> yeah. and I, I mean, it, it it surely is just like you you said. I think mean, everyone kind of has a, a click moment, you know, and that that first moment when yeah. you're doing it, it's like, wait, what? I think, you know, I certainly I certainly fall prey to the, you know, I've I've been operating this way for a long time, almost for ten years. You know, I, I've all, all of my all of my income uh, has come from this kind of process. And so I forget how, how weird it can be and how weird it can feel to, to operate in this way. We're certainly, you know, focused on, on how do we make this simpler? How do we make this more intuitive? You know, what, what kind of graphics can we use progress quests, so that you really walk people through in a very simple way, their first Epic, you know, we've definitely noticed that, that, from an analytics perspective, like teams that that make it through. It's funny you said five, your fifth epic. Teams that make it through fifth five epics, we have really high retention on. But you know, there's a there's another cohort of folks that start a circle, run run one epic, and then don't run another one. And I think that it's, you know, part of it obviously is like is is UI. And part of it is, you know, their specific context, but a lot of it is this mindset shift. And to your earlier point, you know, our challenge in DAOs is, is that there's a lot of mindset shifts that need to take place from the sort of standard way that that we've been taught to operate. You know, frankly, I mean, in speaking as someone who comes from the United States, but I think in a lot of Western contexts, you know, we're, we're, taught from the beginning, you know, we, we go to school and there's a principal and the teachers, and then there's the students. And then we go to work and there's a boss and managers and then employees. And, and that whole paradigm of sort of, you know, tell me what to do is something that's really deeply ingrained. And when we get to a DAO and it's it, all of a sudden everything's flipped and you're totally sovereign, right? And you have so much, so much freedom uh, to, you know, what do you want to do? But it's also all on you. You know, we have to do this sense making together, and and it's a really big mindset shift. We need to, you know, we need to figure out like h- how do we do this together. And 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 there's lots of hot take debates around it in, in DAO world of like are DAOs for everybody? You know, are we or or are they better suited to a certain kind of entrep- entrepreneurial you know bent at least right now as they are. And I think you know clearly. As 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 tools get better, as our products get better, you know, DAOs will start to look a little bit more like like companies. Hopefully, you know, not too much more, but but you know, there's 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 400 years of of really good management thinking about how do you get people to coordinate toward a goal. That just because some of the things that corporations do are awful doesn't mean they also haven't figured some things out. And so, I, I think we'll start to see. You know, lots of hybriding going on. I think companies will start to look more like DAOs as far as, you know, composability and autonomy. And and DAOs will look more like like companies as far as, you know, structure and clarity and those things that they're good at.
0: I think an analog with pool together as far as like a communication or a um uh functional dynamic, I don't know what I'm saying, is like is like the concept of delegation. It's like a super powerful thing, I think. Uh, but i also i've drink i've i 've had some of the kool aid is is the fact that I can deposit into a pool together and then I can delegate out my deposit to others it's it's a way for me to help them win and and get some crypto if they have not had any crypto and then and it's and and i don't lose any money right so so uh we running pool manager dot eth basically it's a it's an account that helps delegate out hundreds of thousands of dollars to people and for them to win and and get prizes to win. So when I say hey you've won a $10,000 delegation, somebody's like what does that mean? <laughs> and I'm like, well, oh. you see it means it's really cool because you get 10,000 but there's just this these layers that you have to kind of process through with them to indicate the value that they're getting and then like and then they win or sometimes they don't win, but it was cool. But I have mm-hmm. to like convince you that it's cool. So, anyways, it's just like, yeah, we're creating these new products and then also thinking a way to communicate them and and how to communicate them to my mom and also somebody who's a developer who's not Web three, et cetera, et cetera. So
1: uh, yeah. marketers, they you, they, you they may want to close around. I'd start with the the Web two developer first, and yes, then for sure, <laughs>
0: exactly. Well, even even having a conversation with. With like, you know, Polygon and them talking about bringing on, say, Starbucks. And they're like, well, first we have to talk to somebody about Bitcoin. Like so just just a, basically a normie, right? You talk them through Bitcoin. And then you talk them. And once they're okay with Bitcoin, then you get them to ETH. And once they're okay with ETH, then you get them to DeFi. And once they're okay with DeFi, you get them to Ave And then mm-hmm. once they're okay with Ave, then you can talk about pull together.
1: <laughs> I, <yeah>, I, <laughs> I do like good Lord. I think that though, you know, that, that we have at least, I mean, it's, it's going to be a very, a a long time. It's going to be a lot of work to sort of help people understand like why, why we think Web3 is cool or, you know, speaking personally, like why I think it's important, but, but the good news is, is that, you know, the, like the wind is at our back, you know, the legacy systems are not improving. Uh, legacy systems aren't getting better or offering people any more. They're they're offering less and less. And you know, I I love this quote from Buckminster Fuller. You know, you don't you don't improve things by fighting against the the existing paradigm. You you make a new one that makes the old one obsolete. And I sort of paraphrase that as you know, throw a better party. Uh, we don't have to we don't have to try to convince people of things. We can just throw a better party here, and eventually they'll come over. You know, there's a reason folks like you came and checked things out and were like, this is cool, right? I see a ton of potential here. This, is, this has got a lot going on. That's kind of why a lot of us are here, is, you know, kind of looking beyond. I just see in the comments, you know, the, the that which won't be named popped up <laughs> FTX you know, for there's people that hear crypto and think about all the casino kind of shenanigans and speculation. But, but at the core of Web3, you know, I I think a lot of us are here, especially in the DAO space are here because we see, you know, the potential of a really transformational technology that allows for harnessing collective intelligence that allows for coordination of people at a global scale. And, you know, I think we just need to to keep trying to find ways that makes that easier and more accessible and more fun for people. uh, and, and we'll win, you know, we won't, we won't have to fight against these old broken legacy systems. You know, hopefully if we can, we can stick around long enough, uh, we can, we can start making our own, you know, that's the, that's sort of, to me, like the golden promise that's, that's out there is that, you know, we can use these peer to peer collaborative networks as we're building them now and doing things like DeFi, but eventually, you know, really start moving atoms. Again, shout out to the, the, the folks at CabinDAO who, you know, are building physical neighborhoods for people to co-live at. You know, DAOs are, are doing amazing stuff. So exactly, exactly. That's what we need to... I, I think that kind of narrative is important to hold us together through all of these growing pains that we're experiencing now and, and will continue to experience in the future. I love
0: that throw a better party. And then I'm like, wait, what is the party? And I, and it's, I, as a marketer, I totally like, I want to sell good stuff. Like I want you, I want to bring like product matters. Like marketers have to inform product and have to be involved in that because you're, you're, you have target audience. Like this is really, who are you developing for? What problem are you trying to solve? You know? And so as you said, that throw a better party, which is the paraphrase of the quote that you'd mentioned earlier is, is I'm like, okay, what is the party? And it's the people, it's the product. It's like how we collaborate with each other. And, and so, yeah, I'm going to be mulling on that and just thinking about, yeah, what is that party? What am I communicating when I'm talking to people? What, why don't I want to work at Google anymore? You know, <laughs> I used to want to work at Google so bad. And then yeah. I like, seriously, I really don't. I mean, yeah, I really don't. <laughs> right. This is going to come up in an interview when I'm interviewing at Google, like in a year or something. No, but uh, but yeah, I just I don't. I, I I've I've moved on, at least in my mind, in my heart, of like no, no, no I really believe this is the future. Again, it's that Kool Aid moment, right? But imagine, I mean, right now is horrible. <laughs> I mean, on Twitter, <laughs> you see the capitulation. People are walking away, like now nah, I'm done. Now this is over. I'll see you in five years, maybe. You know, so. So could you comment on these times, Zaku? How are you doing? How are you holding up? What does this mean for the broader crypto space?
1: I guess I'm I'm optimistic because uh, another one of my favorite quotes uh, from D-Hawk is, you know, the situation is far too dire and it's far too late to be a pessimist. I, I think that, you know, the, that what we're building in Web3, I just, you know, it, it might be naive, but I, I think it's important. Um, I think, you know, peer-to-peer, Collaborative networks are are going to be crucial to navigate a lot of the a lot of the realities that we 're facing. I think that we look across institutions and see a lot of things that are kind of you know hopelessly busted, um, whether it's government or whether it's education or whether it's you know quote unquote criminal justice like all these things are kind of like i don 't i think they feel like beyond repair of, of incrementalism and I think that web three like this this incredible opportunity to tokenize value and to start to 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 quantify qualitative things to track value to trade value on chain it it just feels like a a a huge opportunity to start really fundamentally retooling things and cutting out these middlemen of you know financial institutions of governments these captured systems uh and really start to find a way to just collaborate peer-to-peer you know and it it I, I, you know, I don't know how far in the future we need to look before the network tip, like network effects take a hold, right? And all of a sudden, like, instead of having to off board, you know, and find a way to transfer to fiat and deal with all this, like, when can I just go wallet to wallet? I live down here in Costa Rica and, you know, I just bought an ATV for an ETH and I was like, oh, this is like, I just had a little tiny experience of the future, even though, you know, it's, it's, it's the same experience as Venmo, but it's just, it's, it's all these on-chain, you know, things that we can do. And I think as we think about, you know, how are we going to really address climate change? Does it, do we think that governments are up to it? Because it doesn't look like it. But what is a way that we could use these systems we're building to start incentivizing, you know, carbon reduction or incentivizing? I mean, there's some awesome projects going on where, you know, we're putting carbon directly on chain from, you know, small forest landholders. Like, there's glimmers of what the future looks like. And so, you know, if you're in it for financial gain and speculation, yeah, this is a terrible time. But I think if you're in it for really rethinking, like, how can we... How can we coordinate and collaborate to to make things better for everyone? Then it's still an incredibly exciting place to be working.
0: Congratulations on the ATV. That's very cool.
1: Yeah. It, it's uh yeah, it's it's you know, it's happening down here a, a a whole lot. And I think, you know, I being at DevCon and, and talking to a lot of folks just throughout throughout, you know, latem region, I guess, but he, huge adoption of crypto. And, and, and in a lot of ways, you know, there's a more of a necessity down here to start understanding, like, how can these things serve us right away?
0: And that was like, at that was a peer to peer transaction, right? It wasn't like at the ATM or the ATV protocol.
1: No, no, that was just that was just, just, yeah, wallet to wallet. Um, but that's increasingly becoming, you know, more common here. We have a question from the chat that I think is – because as you're talking
0: about this, Zach, I'm thinking of of like do we need these new systems because, as you said, I mean, yeah, the systems are broken or things aren't being solved at the speed at which they need to be solved or the motion is not going the way that we need. And there's also like, right, the, the decentralization need to fight uh, corruption or – not corruption. Well, yeah, uh, or nation-states. Yeah. Overreaching in power, but then also like, is there is there a direction of like, hey, no, we're headed towards something because there is a better way. It's it's not necessarily a uh, a negative reason like a, like a, a reason out of the negative, but it's a reason toward a positive or toward a no, no, actually, even though this decentralization thing is more difficult, it can like I th- I feel like there needs to be that promised land yeah. more shown rather than the escape from Egypt shown you know? And so, so I'm trying to, I still have trouble, difficulty communicating what that, that promised land is, but I still, it's easier for me to con- communicate, the, you know, getting out of Egypt problem.
1: Yeah. I think, um, I mean, that, that kind of points to throw a better party, you know, and, and, and huge shout out to, to Awaki and all the folks working on the green pill. If, if, the, if, if you haven't seen the green pill and sort of, the the kind of stuff they're putting out really helps paint the picture of like you know ha, ha, i think the tagline is like how crypto can can crypto economics can save the world but um it really does point out a, a lot of the the ways that that this can create a, a fundamentally better system and and i also think you know going back to the mindset piece and and this gets like maybe you know a little far afield philosophically but i feel like you know in the same way that that sort of the, the mindset of of an employee is like tell me what to do and and one of the big mindset shifts for a DAO is sovereignty uh, is like no I, I i'm in control of things the same thing is happening at a at a much broader scale like you know we need to sort of realize like hey there's no you know government there's no billionaire philanthropist coming to save us like you know we're the ones we've been waiting for and and we're going to have to figure this out um, whether it's about income inequality or, or climate or all forms of oppression, like all this stuff that we're dealing with both in, you know, local and global scales, you know, we have to figure it out. And, and I, I think that, that web three and DAOs really help people, you know, get that mindset more embodied and more figuring out like, oh, I, you know, I, I have, I have agency here. And so, you know, I, I think that's what we can, point people toward is this idea that like, yeah, you could go work for Google or you could go work for pool together and actually, you know, get a say in the system. Um, You know, you can get tokens and you can show up and, and when you add value, you're rewarded commensurately for it. I, I think that, you know, that, that is kind of one of the fundamental really exciting things about, about web three. And I think that's a story we can tell like, look, this is not something that we, that we have to do. That's, that's against the old system. This is just a better way to do things for us. And it's, you know, it's, it's hard to have, we don't have a a massive amount of concrete examples of that yet. But right now, I mean, I feel like we're, we're throwing, sowing a thousand seeds, you know, and that um, if we keep at it, they'll start to bloom Mm -hmm. and, and we'll really have some you know, some some results to show people uh, that that this can be, you know, a, a much better way to to work and, and organize.
0: Yeah, the, even as you're talking and ta- saying throw a better party. And then the old mindset is like, tell me what to do, which I totally experienced that I pulled together. That's how I arrived. I saw mm-hmm. needs and I like helped out. I took notes, things like that. But like, There was that like shedding of the tell me what to do and be like, well, here are the opportunities I see. And it's the same with throw a party. It's like, tell me what the party's like. It's like, no, 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 let's create the party. Like, let's decide together rather than like. Should tell me the should tell me what the promised land is. No, no. Let's like let's form that together. But I want to. I said I was going to get to a chat question, and I didn't because <laughs> I went off. Of, but this is really great uh, conversation. I'm having fun, Zach. But what about introverts versus extroverts in, in the in the working styles? You know the ENFPs and the the yeah. type seven Enneagrams versus the type twos and all of that. Do you see, is there a way for everybody to thrive in that? Or or are you seeing kind of some people dominate and win out
1: more? I mean, there there has to be a way, right? There has to be a way for everyone to win. I certainly think that especially, you know, in, in early days, and I would say we're still in this when the discord is sort of the, the you know, the primary place where things happen. It's hard not to go down that slippery slope of like, you know, the people who are the most active, the most vocal, you know, because of the nature of discord, it's easy for them to dominate the conversation, right? No one's, this is like one of the the, the big challenges with text-based conversation is if someone's a blowhard, you can't just turn to the person next to you and start talking like they're, they're there, <laughs> they're there and running it. And so uh, I, I think it's the job of, you know, all of us and, and individual DAOs, like certainly as, as we're thinking about um, tooling at Coordinate, for example, like, you know, we've called this in, like the silent genius problem, right? What do you do when somebody is just like not interested in engaging in these kind of conversations and doesn't want to feel like they're, they're you know, honking their own horn and they're just like, I just want to do the work. Um, and then, you know, not enough people really know what they're aware of. Are, are aware of all the, the stuff that they're doing. And so, you know, a, a, there's solutions to that, like making sure that 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 high-context folks have more give so that they can reward people that maybe others don't know. Uh, we're also working on what we're calling strategies, but basically ways that you can, um, you know, strategies you can put in place to augment give after it's given. So, for example, if someone has a, a, a role tag of, like backend developer, um, and just by the nature of the work that they're doing, they tend to be more focused and heads down, and an individual contributor working on stuff. Or of a much smaller team, maybe they don't participate in the Discord that much. But they could get you know some sort of like a, a ten or fifteen percent weighting for anyone with that role on their give. So it's sort of you know reallocates according to these different according to these different roles so that's another thing we're thinking about you know how can you instead of trying to trying to quiet the the extroverts or encourage the introverts to talk how can you just make the system sort of more fair to all these different you know modes of being and personalities and you know i also think it's sort of inevitable that we'll find more nuanced tools for for remote decentralized global teams and, you know, then there's this, this other piece that I think is also like really valuable, which is how do we, how do we upscale our own, you know, emotional or, or psychological intelligence of the team? You know, it's like, how do we create norms so that someone can say, Hey, we haven't heard from, you know, wow, we haven't heard from Smart Investor on this call. Like, let's call. You know, do you have anything you want to say? How can we create invitations for people we haven't heard more from? You know, I there's there's cool tools I've seen out there at various times. I remember I did this experiment several years ago with a tool that someone made where it was a uh, yes. I know you're here, Smart Investor. It was just just an example. I haven't heard your voice, but uh, <laughs> it's it, it it was a tool that basically tracked tracked. Contribution time during a meeting, so you could see uh, right away, like, oh crap, you know, Zach talked for seventy percent of that meeting. Like, we know that that doesn't lead to positive outcomes. So, how can we, like, how can we uh, up the emotional intelligence of of our teams? You know, how can we get better at tapping into the collective intelligence? You know, do people know about these kind of simple tricks and norms around? like how do we invite people in how do we make re- you know room for different ways of knowing obviously discord and and you know i would say crypto in general i would say our entire western culture in ge- culture in general is way over indexed toward the cognitive right toward the head like the brain show me the data show me the 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 reason for things and a lot of other totally valid ways of knowing get shut out so You know, those are all there's there's a ton of fertile ground for us to explore, for us to learn from lots of, you know, other other cultures, other ways of knowing other ways of doing things and incorporate them in. So there is a very long winded answer about extroverts and introverts.
0: The time has flown by. I'm like I want to keep going but I I got to go, <laughs> I got to go to lunch and we got we got to I want to be respectful of your time Zaku but like this is so good and um I really appreciate what you're doing at Coordinate. But I know that, you know, Richard, Smart Investor, myself included, we're very we're all in, just encouraged to hear from you. Uh it's really you use these services, you use these protocols But when you get to actually talk to the people behind them, I know that it just reinvigorates us. So like, thank you so much for what you're doing, the work that you're doing. We're going to, I'm going to give some people some give for being on this call and participating because it was so encouraging to see. So thanks for that. And, um, anything else that you wanted to cover before I close off our time together? Uh, I want to give you the floor
1: for final words. No, just, you know, a lot of gratitude for y'all for, um, you know, using using coordinate, giving us the feedback. Uh, you know, similarly, I get I get super invigorated. I know our team will too. Hearing folks that are getting value out of what we're doing, and just really appreciate everyone coming to listen as well. I think the more that we can have these conversations and sort of remind, remind each other and ourselves kind of why we're here and what we're going for. I think that's, that's really powerful long term as we're doing the day-to-day work of, of uh, making products and, and, you know, trying to do things that are valuable. Keeping the big picture in mind is, is for me, you know, incredibly helpful. And we'll end it right there. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. This is great. Awesome. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Appreciate the community and the energy you guys are bringing. Um, this was really fun.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, I'm going to see if I can get the group to go out to the,
1: the campsite, the, uh, the cabin. Yes. Check out check out Cabin Down. Awesome place for an offsite. Awesome. Cool. All right. Ta-ta. Cheers. Thanks,
0: everybody. Thanks for listening to the Pool Together Community Podcast. You can visit pooltogether.com to deposit. And we'd love to hear what you thought about today's episode. So visit the Pool Together Discord and let us know.